What's up, everyone? My name is Evan Sorakis, and welcome to the NYC Hoop School podcast. Here at NYC Hoop School, we believe that basketball players all around the world struggle to get game results because they don't have the right guidance. At NYC Hoop School, we provide the best basketball education to players, trainers, coaches, and parents because everyone deserves a chance to reach their full potential. With this podcast, we're going to talk about how to create a blueprint for your development. I look forward to diving into this information with you, and let's get right into it. Now, when creating a blueprint for your development, it can be broken down into five simple steps. Step number one, you're going to reflect on your game. Step number two, you're going to identify your strengths and weaknesses. Step number three, you're going to create your development plan. Step number four, you're going to take action. And step number five, you're going to track your progress. With each step, we're going to give you a ton of information that goes into it. And we'll give you an execution step to apply all of it. For example, when we dive into reflecting on your game, we'll give you all the information you need to reflect on your game. And then within that step, we'll give you an execution step of, let's say, writing a journal to apply all of that information. We'll do the same thing for step one, two, three, four, and five, where at the end of this process, you'll have a blueprint for yourself to apply back with your development. Let's now dive right into it. Let's talk about step number one of reflecting on your game. When reflecting on your game, you need to realize that you just went through three to six months of your life in season. You need to take time off to reflect and digest everything you just experienced. In addition to that, your body is going to need rest as well. So you should be taking minimum one to two weeks off and ideally at least a full month off after your season. During this time off, here's a few things that you can do. Number one, You could have a full season reflection, meaning you could start with just getting an overall vision of how your season went. Start from the beginning to end. Think about everything you went through. How did tryouts go? How was game one? What was your away trip like? How was the end of your season? Really get clear on that journey. You could then pick away some positives and negatives you had. I also love just simply ranking it. One through ten, one being the worst, ten being the best. How would you rank your season? Just a ton of things to think about to reflect on what you went through this season. Now, this shouldn't be just something you do in 10 minutes. This is going to take you some time. Go for a long walk. Write a nice journal for yourself. Have conversations with people. Allow all of this to digest and really think about how this season went. Once you do that, start setting goals for next season. Maybe we got some personal goals of saying I want to improve my stats. I want to increase my role on the team and get more minutes. Maybe you have some team goals you would have. You want to improve the culture. You want to get a better record. You want to make the playoffs for the first time. Start setting some goals thinking ahead. And then after you do that, start creating a vision for yourself. Do you have an NBA role model you want to play like next year? Have a vision of the kind of leader you want to be on your team. What next year is going to be like with your new players coming in or the guys returning? 
Maybe you have a brand new team. Whatever it is, have some kind of vision. Overall, if you do this kind of reflection, you're going to get really clear on the past. You're going to get excited about the future. And then you're going to have a vision of what you're going to get. By doing all of this, you're laying out the groundwork for your offseason and for next year that now you can build upon. With that being said, here's your execution step. Get a journal and write down your reflections. Get a pen to the paper, get your mind to the paper, and just write about it. Write about your reflection. Write some goals you would have. What kind of vision you're going to do. Maybe it's doing three separate reflections. Reflection number one, you have your full season reflection. Reflection number two, you've got your goals for next season. And reflection number three could be your vision. Overall, if you could execute this journal, you're going to get really clear so that now you could build on that. Let's dive into step number two. Step number two is identifying your strengths and weaknesses. And when doing that, there's a few buckets that you would have to fill. Bucket number one is analyzing your stats. Bucket number two is reflecting on the games. And bucket number three is communicating with the coaches and players around you. Let's talk about bucket number one with analyzing your stats. Well, look at your basic stats, your points per game, your assists per game, your rebounds per game, your steals per game, your turnovers per game. Look at all those basic stats, right? That's going to say a lot of how you did this year. Then you start looking at your shooting percentages. Well, how'd you shoot from three? How'd you shoot from two? How'd you shoot from the free throw line? And then it's looking at different synergy situations. So if you're a high school player, you might not have synergy. Some do, but if you're in college or a pro, you definitely have synergy. Look at those synergy situations. How are you in pick and rolls? How are you off pin downs, isolations? Look at every single one of those situations and see how that went. If you could see all those stats, you'll be able to pick apart some strengths and weaknesses. Same thing now as you watch each game. You're going to watch each and every game from the season, 1 through 25. And you're going to find some positives, you're going to find some negatives, and you're going to have some goals you would have for next season. Now, just thinking about this, think about if you do that for every game. So you take three positives, three negatives, three goals you would have for next season. You do that for game one, two, three, four, all the way to 25. You're going to be able to see a lot of reoccurring themes. Reoccurring positives, reoccurring negatives, reoccurring goals for next season. And with that, you can now organize your strengths and weaknesses list even more. Same thing can be said now is when you speak with your coaches. After your season, I highly recommend you have a conversation with your head coach, assistant coaches. You have conversations with your trainer, with your teammates. And overall, you just ask for some feedback. Hey, coach, what were some positives and negatives from this year? And he'll tell you. He'll have an honest conversation with you. And you'll be like, okay, cool. What are some goals you would have for me next year? And overall, if you could execute all of this, you analyze your stats in that bucket, you analyze this, everything that went on with each game, positive, negatives, and goals for each game, and then now you have the feedback from your coaches, trainers, teammates, you have all of this information that now you can organize in a list of strengths and weaknesses. Notice here how up until this point, you've got step one of reflecting on your game, you're really getting clear on how that all went. Then in step two, you're identifying your strengths and weaknesses. And overall now, you should have a really nice foundation that you can build upon for your off-season game plan. Let's now dive into step number three. Step number three is actually now creating your development plan. And before we talk about creating that development plan, you've got to understand a few things. One, you've got to understand how to value the right skills. Meaning, what's going to make the biggest impact on your game? 
if you are a cast and shoot shooter, is the biggest impact on your game going to be you working on a between cross step back? The answer is no. What's going to have the biggest impact on your game is you being a better cast and shoot shooter. Same thing can be said is let's say you are a big man who dominates in the paint. Is the biggest impact on your game going to be you being a great isolation player? No. It's going to be you having better post moves, being a better athlete, being in better shape, right? So you've got to be able to value the right skills. It's also understanding now you've got to go depth over just width. So let's go back to our big man example. You're a big man who absolutely dominates in the paint. Let's say you were a great player, 20 and 10, and you're dominating the paint off your post moves. They can't stop you. You're just blocking shot after shot. You're just really dominating in the paint. Well, go deeper in that role. Maybe you want to be able to develop some kind of face-up game in the mid-range so that now you can continue to attack the rim. Maybe it's having some kind of catch-and-shoot shot. But it's not going with and saying, all right, let me work on my isolation now. Right? You've got to go deeper in your role. Same thing as if you were a catch-and-shoot shooter. You're an elite catch-and-shoot shooter. Well, as an elite catch-and-shoot shooter, get better within that role. Don't say you've got to work on all these random other skills. Go deep instead of wide. And then it's also understanding, well, what is my role? Is my role that catch-and-shoot shooter or that dominant big man? Or is it, you know, being that crazy, you know, breakdown move guy? Maybe you are the breakdown move guy. Understand your role. You've got to work on that. Overall, if you can understand these concepts, you can now get organized and saying, well, what are my three things that I've got to work on this offseason? You've got to get focused and prioritize just three skills. Those three things could be the following. You could look back at your strengths and weaknesses and all your reflections. And if you found that a reoccurring theme within that list is you struggled off pick and roll, well, that's one of your main focuses this offseason. Be better off pick and roll. Let's say you were a player who struggled shooting the ball. Well, that's one of your focuses. You've got to be able to make threes. Another focus could be that you were just out of shape. You notice that game to game, you started to struggle and turn the ball over when you were exhausted. Boom, that's another one. So then right then and there, you have three main focuses. I've got to be better off pick and roll. I've got to be able to make shots. And I've got to be in better shape. That's my top three. And if I execute that top three, I am going to be a transformed player. And it's as simple as that. Focus on three things. Lock in on them. Get better at it. So that next year, you'll be a better player. And what most players don't realize is by simply following that process year after year. So off season one, you execute the top three. Then the next off season, it's a new top three. And the next off season is a new top three. Over a matter of years, you're going to be an unbelievable player. Without question, you're going to be an amazing player. Why? Because you're working on the right things. You're developing your game. You're staying on track. And now you're accelerating your improvement. But what most players do is they just work on random skills and they say they need to work on all the wrong things and they ultimately don't get better. If you can execute three things year over year, that's what's going to get your results. So what's your execution step here? Organize your development plan. You've got your top three now. You know your main strengths and weaknesses, but you've just got it down to three main things. And now you can start attacking that. Let's now dive into step number four. With step number four, it's all about creating skill breakdowns, meaning you've got 
your top three. Now let's go deeper within each top three. So let's continue with our example here. If you notice that you struggled in pick and roll, let's go deep on this, right? So what pick and roll situations did you struggle off of? What goes into mastering the pick and roll? What are some players that now you can watch to improve your pick and roll? Now we're going a little bit deeper and let's continue on. Well, I struggled when they hard hedged and I wasn't able to make shots when they went under. I want to watch Chris Paul, John Stockton, Steve Nash. I noticed that when I came off this pick and roll, my primary defender didn't go into it well enough, right? You've got to go deeper into that breakdown. Same thing can be said with getting in shape. Well, what's your plan of attack? Well, maybe you do conditioning at the end of each workout. You work on these strength and conditioning programs, whether it's an app or it's you having a strength and conditioning coach. Then it's also saying, all right, well, as a shooter, what can I do here? Well, maybe I just need to get more reps. There could be a problem with my mechanics. Let's say it's balance. And maybe I need to do these small-sided games. You've got to get deep. You've got to create these skill breakdowns for yourself. And the one thing I'm going to note, because I know a lot of trainers watch this podcast, is this is going to be a little bit different than yours, right? So as a player, you're focusing on your situations and everything you need to work on, right? So we talked about that pick and roll. Maybe it's just two pick and roll situations you really want to master. As a trainer, you're, there's tons of pick and roll situations that you all need to understand, but it's different, right? As a player, you're going to focus on specific situations. As a trainer, you're going to just focus on the full concept of it. But getting back to that player example is... You guys got to prioritize the game situations you struggled with and start attacking that. Now, with all that being said, you're going to be able to get deep on your top three, and that's great. That alone is a huge action step that will now get you more results. But there's a few things you need to think about, and I call them off-season essentials. With these off-season essentials, you need to find a way to implement them in every single workout. And here's the following. One got to be doing performance workouts. Two, you've got to be doing skill workouts. Three, you've got to be doing shooting workouts. Four, watch film every single day. Five, reading. Six, recovery. Seven, building relationships. Now we can go very in-depth with each one, and I'll give you a brief overview, but just here's a few things to think about with your performance programs. Are you working out three to six times a week? Meaning, do you have the performance coach? Are you on an app? Are you with your team? What performance work are you doing in the offseason? With your structured skill development plan, you've got your top three and you've got detailed with it. So we just talked about that. Then it's three, shooting workouts. Ideally, you'll be shooting every single day, but at least get a few shooting workouts in each week. Four, with watching film. Do you have some main players you're watching? Right? Are you watching full games in the NBA or college? Are you re-watching your games? Right? You should really be watching film every single day. Five, reading. I love this. You should be reading as a player. The same way you're listening to a podcast to improve your game, you can be doing the same with reading. Just a few books that I love, Relentless and Winning by Tim Grover, Improve Your Mindset. You've got the compound effect to help you understand that all your habits build and compound over time. The one thing, the one thing is going to help you prioritize your game. There's a ton of valuable books out there that will make you a better player. Six, recovery. Are you managing your load with low intensity and high intensity days? Are you getting your sleep? Are you hydrating? Are you eating right? Are you stretching and doing mobility? Do you have the right off days? Are you getting in the ice baths? Are you using recovery boots? Are you doing some kind of light movement on your off days? There's a ton of that goes into recovery. And then seven, relationships. 
Are you communicating with your coaches and teammates? Are you going to be the kind of player that just doesn't talk to anyone for six months, goes back into trials and be like, hey, nice to see you again? Or are you going to be the guy that reaches out to your teammates and coaches a couple of times a week, a couple of times a month to keep that relationship going and build that? There's a ton of things you can be doing in the offseason, and these are seven essential factors that you must have in. Now, of course, there's a ton of extra things you could be doing. Cross-training, having a mentor, reflecting each day. But overall, if you can master these seven and implement them every single day, that's what's going to get you results. Now, you might be thinking, well, how can I execute all of this? There's so much stuff. You're telling me to do these skill breakdowns, and now you've got these core sevens. How do I even do all of this in a day? Well, create a schedule for yourself, right? If you are organized, you can execute. I've done it with my own game. I've done this with hundreds of players. You can do it too. You've just got to get organized. You've got to know how to get organized with all of it. And what does that mean? Well, you've gone through all this information. You're writing down your, your reflections and your strengths and weaknesses list. Now you have your top three. Well, continue writing things down and make a schedule for yourself. You know your core seven. You know your top three. Understand how to make your schedule. I'm playing in these live situations on these days. I'm lifting on these days. I'm doing my skill workouts on these days. I'm doing my shooting workouts on these days. Have that schedule laid out for yourself and then just execute that. Obviously, at the end of each week, you could adjust. At the end of each month, you could adjust. There might be some days where you can't do it all. That's fine. But over a long-term perspective of just these three to six months in your offseason, if you could execute that schedule, you will come back a much better player. Now, let's dive into step number five. With step number five, it's all about tracking your progress. And to track your progress, there's a ton of high-performance actions you can take. You could goal set, you could create routines, you could reflect on your days. There's so many things you could do. Meaning, if you know that you've got a top three and you've got this schedule laid out for yourself, well, if you know one of these weeks you're trying to you know, improve your balance, well, have that goal for the week, improve your balance, and you're just executing that. Boom. And then maybe the next week, You have a new goal of saying, well, let me now improve my posture. Boom. Now in this week, my goal is to go through a ton of different live situation closeouts to apply it. Boom. You get organized with your goals. Same thing can be said with your routines, right? We talk about all these different elements that you could have week to week. Well, create a routine for yourself. Find a way to implement implement them to your life. Maybe it's watching film with your breakfast. It's getting shots up before you go to bed every night. It's having phone calls every Sundays, right? It's reading every single time after, you know, breakfast. Maybe it's doing these live situations every Monday, Wednesday, Friday at these runs you love going to. You could create day-to-day, week-to-week routines that'll help you execute everything. And also, it's reflection, right? So maybe each night before you go to bed, you give yourself 5-10 minutes and reflect on how the day went. Every Sunday, you reflect back on the week. At the end of the month, you're reflecting about how much you did throughout the month. It's being able to understand different high-performance actions and executing them to help you track your progress. Overall, there's a ton of different accountability methods and reward systems you could add in, but if you could just execute, execute, execute all these high-performance actions, it'll help you stay on track. Now, the execution step for this is to really just have some kind of system for yourself 
And the system I love using is I call it the accountability whiteboard. Meaning if you were able to have a whiteboard in your room and you have a weekly calendar there, you are going to know what you're doing on each day. You could write them down. You'll have goals on the side that you could be able to see. You could really get organized with everything with this kind of whiteboard. Maybe it's just having a paper on your desk that you could see every single day. But overall, it's actually writing down that schedule. Create that schedule for yourself. Have it on paper, have it on whiteboard. It doesn't matter where it is. Just have some kind of schedule to help you stay on track through your process. Overall, we just went through a ton of information. We talked about the five steps here. You've got to reflect on your game. Identify your strengths and weaknesses. Create your development plan. Take action and track your progress. There's a ton of information here, but if you can execute it, you will be a 10 times better player going into next year. And the reason why you will be a better player is because you're organized with your development and you now are working on the right skills. Most players are constantly working on these random skills and ultimately they just don't become better. They don't get the results that they want. And if you could follow a system and other players are not following a system, but if you follow a system, you will accelerate your development so much more. It all comes down to you executing the information and just learning along the way. You make some adjustments, but you continue to learn, 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 and then you execute. And then you continue to learn. And then you make some adjustments and you continue to execute, learn, adjustments, and you continue to execute. If you could just execute, 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 continue to build through this system you're creating for yourself, that's going to get you results. And the example I love using is, take a guy like LeBron James. LeBron James has maintained his body, played at an extremely high level, continued to get better year after year. Do you think that just happened at a snap of a finger? There's a ton of work that goes into that. But you don't think that he's extremely organized with his planning? You don't think that he has a schedule that he follows? He does everything we just talked about. He has organized. He's playing on these days. He's doing workouts on these days. He's recovering on these days. He's got off days here. He's doing these reflections. I'm sure he has these meetings, these this, this, that. He's got a schedule. You've got to create one too. Because every high-level performer in the NBA, you'll find them in college, they all have a schedule and they execute that. They've got their system in place and they execute that year over year. And that's exactly what you've got to do. You've got to create your system for yourself, execute these steps, just learn as you go through the process. But if you could do this for this year, you're going to be better next year. And then you could repeat that process the following offseason. Boom, you're going to be even better. And then five years down the line, you're going to be unrecognizable. This is the power in creating a blueprint for yourself to execute this offseason. Now, at the end of each podcast, we have an execution key so that you can take your game to the next level. And the execution key for this podcast is to create your blueprint. You've got your five steps in front of you and every execution tip within it. Step one, reflect on your game, write down a journal. Step number two, identify your strengths and weaknesses and make your list. Step number three, create your development plan and organize your development. Step number four, take action and make your schedule. And step number five, track your progress with your system. Overall, if you could follow these five steps, execute everything within it, and stay on track, 
That's what's going to help you completely transform your game next year. My best advice to you is just start right now and build as you go. It's not going to be perfect, but just start. Because a plan of action provides you a roadmap to reach your full potential. And you having some kind of roadmap is going to accelerate your development faster than the person next to you. You could be the person that drives on the bumpy roads and you're constantly have to, having to make quick turns and getting caught in the quicksand and, and going through that struggle. Or you could follow this roadmap that has just been laid out for you. You could stay on the flat road and you could just continue going straight. And you're going to go much faster than the person on that bumpy road. Why? Because you have a blueprint for yourself. And that is the importance in having a blueprint. Now, thank you for watching it this far. I hope you got a ton of value from this. The one thing that I'm going to add here is I walk through players through this process all the time. On our NYC Hoop School app that just dropped with their 2.0 version, we have our off-season game plan course on there. It walks you through all five of these steps with the execution tips, all for one low monthly fee. It's an absolute steal to help you improve your game and take your game to the next level. So if you're interested in locking in on the NYC Hoop School app, make sure you send us a DM on all social media platforms or any of them, whether it's Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to us on podcasts, but just reach out to us. We could give you the information to guide you towards that off-season game plan course and the NYC Hoop School app. Thank you all for tuning in. I look forward to seeing you in the next one. And as always, stay driven by results.